the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. While Tyoka Jackson was a member of the St. Louis Rams, he was one of my favorites, and I always thought that Tyoka would wind up doing media work, and he has. He's terrific as a college football analyst on ESPN, and he joins us now on the Celebrity Line here on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Ty, good to have you with us. How are you doing this morning? Randy, I'm doing well, man. I'm good to, I'm happy to be back. It's good to be back on the St. Louis Airways. I miss you guys. And and we miss you, too. And I don't think I've ever had you on this station, so I need you to tell people how close you were to tipping Adam Vinatieri's game-winning field goal at the end of Super Bowl thirty-six. Man, why are you bringing up that? Oh, man, I, I, I've got nightmares, man. I, 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 um, I'll never forget it. It was uh, the whole day was surreal, the whole game. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we come down to this last play, um, some kid named Tom Brady drove them down and got them into field goal range. And um, I, I, you know, I, I just remember thinking this is the most important field goal block of my life. And I, the ball snapped. I hit into the line, try to get into a crease, into a crack. Um, you, you know, you want to turn your shoulders, try to get a little penetration because if you just run right into the wall that is the offensive line, you'll get nothing. So I, I did everything right. I turned up my shoulders, got into the crack between the two offensive linemen. I jumped as hard and as high as I could. I still feel the burn in my knees when I left the ground. <laughs> Never saw the ball, um, but I felt the wind of the ball go past my hand, and I just turned around. I don't even remember seeing the ball go through the uprights. I remember confetti falling from the, the Super Bowl, Superdome ceiling and uh, shook the hand of the guy in uh, in front of me who blocked me and, and, and as he pulled me down, by the way, uh, that was a whole <laughs> it, it didn't get that call. But then the next day in the USA Today front page, there's my hand and the ball literally an inch and a half to the left of my hand. And of course, as you can tell, I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) You can still remember all of the moments from that day. Well, of course, we have to ask you about college football realignment being such a hot topic right now because the Power Five is essentially becoming the Power Four after the Pac-12 losing their biggest football brands. What do you make of the realignment? And also, how do you think this will affect the college football playoff format? Yeah, I think that's a great question. It's, It's at first glance, it's insane. I mean, you're like, wait a minute, this is not the football that I was used to as a kid growing up. You know, you had the Big Ten, uh, you had the Pac-10 back there, the Southwest Conference, which is completely gone. Pac-10 is gone, turning to 12, but that's no longer existing. So it's a different landscape. But then after the initial emotional reaction, then you start to look around and go, look, at the end of the day, all I care about is a fan, even though I, I work in the game, I – I'm a fan first and foremost and will always be. I just want to see compelling matchups. And so, you know, being a guy, a Big Ten guy, I'm looking at 
what we've done again initially it's insane UCLA in our conference. What Washington and Oregon in our conference? Crazy. Well, there was a time when it was crazy that Penn State entered uh, the conference, my alma mater. So, you know, we I think we just need to focus on the fact that this is what it is today, and compelling matchups are all that really matters. So, I want to see UCLA go into Ann Arbor and play Michigan. I want to see uh, Ohio State travel to Washington. I want to see. Uh, Penn State have to play Oregon in Oregon. I mean, that, I think those are cool matchups, right? And and so uh, you know, I think right now the conferences are just trying to trying to get as many bullets in the gun as possible to be able to uh, to say that we're going to have people in the college football playoff, no matter how you shake it out. We got the best uh, football, and I think that's what every conference is trying to do. And at the end of the day. Uh, these these strength of schedule matchups will prove uh, who gets in that playoff. It's going to be an expanded playoff after this year, uh, but still it's going to be very intriguing and it's going to be still a lot of arguments even with the expanded format. Tayoko, the, obviously the realignment has changed college football, but NIL is changing college football every single day. The state of Missouri has passed a bill that allows high school athletes that sign with an or, with a with a state school to actually get NIL deal before they even step foot on campus in December if they sign that deal uh, going to that college, sign their letter of intent. What do you think that that does for the University of Missouri, and can that help close the gap of what they're seeing in the SEC? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, when you look at NIL coupled with the transfer portal, I mean, this is an explosive combination, right? And so, yes, this, this is, there's two ways to look at it. You can, you can moan. Uh, you are an institution and you can try to fight uh, the wave that's coming or you can get ahead of it and figure out how to ride the wave to success. And I think that's really the only way for sustained sustain success is to find out how to win in this new landscape. I, I will never rail against a system that's putting money into the pockets of the revenue generators, which are the student athletes. I mean, for over a century, Let's be honest. I mean, these are unpaid employees in all the sports. Uh, so I am I am completely good with that situation. Obviously, it's a little bit of the wild, wild west, um, and regulation is coming, and I'm not so happy about that uh, because I know that institutions are driving the interest from politicians. And that makes me a little nervous. But at the end of the day, yes, this can be a great equalizer because you will allow a rabid fan base uh, from Mizzou to get involved legally uh, and, and in a way that can help um, make student athletes' lives better and easier. And so that's going to be very attractive to young players, especially a high school player. And this is new information. I did not know, uh, Corey, that this was something that's happening. So, you know, I, this is the first time I heard it. I think that is amazing. And, and if, if, you know, it's going to put pressure on the people around these young kids to keep their perspective. That's, that's also a thing that I'm a little concerned about. Um, you know, this game is, I love this game and, and the young people are in control of it now. And we just have to remember to keep the perspective. Do not allow the lore and the shininess of NIL and transfer portal to get in the way of what you're trying to accomplish. And that is to be the best student athlete you possibly can. And let's not forget 
about being that student that's still important. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this thing turns out. You talk about the transfer portal and, and, you know, the ultimate goal for a lot of these kids is to make it to the NFL. What are your thoughts about the transfer portal and just the the ease in which they are allowed to jump school to school? And, and in my opinion, I'm old school. I, I, I feel like you, you stand and you play and you work your butt off to earn that starting spot. But really just the ease of transferring when the situation gets too hard for them. Well, well, listen, this is America, and one of the things that makes this country uh, the great country that it is is that you have freedom of choice. Now, freedom of choice for young people can be a gift and a curse because we know as a young person we tend to think the grass is always greener on the other side, right? And we know that's not always the case. And then there's also something to say that, like you just talked about, working through adversity, learning how to work through adversity. I, there was a time in my early career that I considered transferring from Penn State. And my goodness, if the transfer portal was available to me, mm-hmm. I suppose what would have happened. And I'm so glad I didn't, though, uh, because I had to keep my butt there and fight through the adversity that I was going through and learn how to please my coach, Joe Paterno. Because in the real world, guess what? When you get a job, you got to figure out how to please the person who is in control of your uh, your career. I mean, and, and in the NFL, it's no different. Right. They're coaching the NFL. Guess what, guys? you got to be coached in the NFL. So if you're uncoachable in college, there's a good chance you're going to be uncoachable in the NFL, and they will get your rear end out of it very quickly. So, listen, it is balance. You need balance. Certainly I love the ability for young people to have choice because the institutions have always had it. Uh, coaches have left whenever they wanted to after looking their players in the eye and lying to them and saying, I'm staying here, and literally the next day leaving. Okay? So I don't want to hear any complaints about <laughs> from for the staff, but also young players have to have balance and understand that you can't run from adversity your entire life, right? Find a situation that's comfortable, but you're going to have to fight through adversity. If you're trying to look for an easy way out, um, you're going to have the issues down the road because life isn't easy. Former St. Louis Ram and Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Tyoka Jackson with us on 101 ESPN. You were with that great Tampa Bay defense that went on to win the Super Bowl after you had departed. And you practiced against the greatest show on turf and played against them while you were in Tampa, too. Better unit, greatest show on turf Rams offense or the Tampa Bay defense? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm sitting here in Tampa, and you got me talking. Randy, you always do this to me, man. Look, uh, I'm a defensive guy. I love defense. Defense first, and defense does win championships. Uh, defense is harder to play. The better athletes are oh, on. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Tayoka, defense is fine ball, get ball. We all know that. <laughs> we don't look. We're behind the eight ball as soon as we line up. We don't know what to play. We don't know what the snap count is, and we got to find a way to beat you to a spot, and we don't even know what the spot is. (laughs) (laughs) All of that, we know that the two teams met in 1999, and it took a Ricky Pro circus catch in the corner uh, to beat us then, which was the Buccaneers. And so, listen, we matched up. Rams won. Certainly on a neutral field or even in Tampa, it might have been a different deal, but we don't have to speculate. The Rams won that very important game to get to the Super Bowl, and it is what it is. But I am partial to the defense. But uh, And then, by the way, all my friends in Tampa got a ring after I left, and all yeah. my friends in St. Louis had the ring when I got there. So, <laughs> Randy, bring, bring it up. My, my trip is once again. But bottom line is, Rams offense, 
by a by a uh, by a nail by a toenail. Okay. <laughs> way to uh, way to play to the St. Louis audience. Okay, two more quick things. On the first day, Kerry Davis was in this studio with me. He said, "Okay, w- w- we got to lay down a ground rule here." According to us, the official opening drive greatest NBA player of all time is, and you'll agree with it, it is? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Greatest NBA player of all time. Uh, Let me just say, you know I'm wordy. Let me just say uh, LeBron James is the most complete player who's ever played the game, but the greatest player is Michael Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. And uh, one other important question of Tyoka Jackson. What is your favorite breakfast restaurant? Oh my God, that's easy. IHOP, man, come on. Now it's not because I opened the first IHOP ever in Washington D.C. If you're ever there, please come visit. But we have the most amazing pancakes that you've ever tasted. They're consistent, and we're known for it. So, like, we, there is no other place that is the mecca of pancakes. Uh, IHOP. You can tell by looking at any picture online. I'm a very fond guy of IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're fond of you. We're uh, so proud of the work that you're doing with ESPN. And uh, I always knew, I think I told you when we were doing shows together, that uh, I thought you'd wind up in the media. And here you are. So it's great to talk to you as a member of ESPN. And hopefully as the season unfolds, Tayoka, we can do this a lot. Absolutely. I love to come back. And, and I am an ESPN employee, no question. But it's funny, my games are actually on NFL Network. So NFL Network has a college game of the week. It's a collaboration with ESPN. So if you get an opportunity, slide on over to NFL Network and check our game of the week every week. And we start with Army at uh, Louisiana Monroe. The last, uh, was that the first Saturday in September, September, I want to say second. So, uh, yeah, check us out, man. I appreciate you guys having us on. All right, Ty, good to hear your voice, and we'll absolutely check it out. That's uh, Tyoka Jackson, former St. Louis Ram. Great guy, and we'll have him on during the season.